When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody. It is time for some out-of-the-box bonus content. Tom and I recorded this episode, and I looked at the timestamps and was like, oh my gosh, okay, off the wall could be its own episode. And so why the heck not? It's time for our first out-of-the-box spinoff, out-of-the-box colon off the wall. If you're wondering what that looks like, think Captain America Winter Soldier. It's right. bringing a segment into its own spin-off realm like say a wandavision type situation as the marvel references continue and it's because tom we just had so much to say because too many people lost their minds and it's important to make sure everything that we said is heard by the listening audience 100 i mean i i think off the wall has become one of the uh, most anticipated segments each and every week uh unfortunately after losses it can become a little bit more serious and uh, that's kind of what happened this week so uh, i think it's important that uh we, we may give you a, a, a shorter version on the actual podcast but to get out everything uh that we said because I, I know i appreciate everyone that is in the comment section that is kind of fighting the good fight and trying to uh, lift people up and uh calling out again people that i'm hoping are just trolls from other fan bases that are that are posing as Alabama fans, but um, there's some truly embarrassing stuff that's going on. So it needs to be discussed. I do enjoy when people say, come on guys, y'all know the out of the box boys are looking at all this and tracking it and writing down your names. And I am reading that and thinking, yes, I have said that for years. I've got so many names in here of people that uh, I'm going to direct message. If we ever win a uh, national championship. You have the receipt ready. So uh, here we go. Here is the full extended version of Off the Wall that we recorded for the podcast. Again, consider it the uh, Snyder Cut version of the Off the Wall segment, Tom. I feel like they just had to hear it. Is any of this in slow motion? Because I figured that's what a lot of the Snyder Cut is. So Isn't that like two and a half hours of the four-hour movie? <laughs> Something to that effect, yes. Don't worry, Off the Wall isn't four hours, but it Get is up. enough time that you'll, uh, you'll be able to enjoy a nice ride to work. <laughs> All right, here it is, the Off the Wall in full from this week's episode. Speaking of serious conversations, holy crap. Mm. It's time for Off the Wall. Um, I don't even know where to start. Uh, so Tom, please, please go ahead. So I don't have to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This one's going to be just a more general converse, uh, comment about one, a couple of things. One, I hate the fact that we have twice to three times as many comments on the final score graphic after a loss and a win. And I hate the fact that when there is a loss and there are, fans that are posting 
positive things trying to lift up the team, lift up players, lift up each other, that people feel the need to comment on those comments, something negative. If somebody is having is say, you know, that's okay, girls, we'll get them next time. Or it's all right, ladies, you know, look, you know, learn, go for the next one. If you're being negative, no reason to comment under that one. You know, just make your own comment. Don't try to bring everybody else down into your misery. And I feel like there's a lot of that that goes on uh, as part of off the wall. Why the hell are we trying to fire everybody? I don't get it. I, I And here's another thing I don't get. Why was the criticism for Monday's game the hitting? It wasn't to me. Now, Alabama missed some chances, for no doubt about it. Yeah. But Alabama did not lose that game because of hitting. It will only happen maybe twice this season at, at worst. But Alabama lost Monday's game because of pitching, because of pitching mistakes. But what were 90% of the comments about saying, why don't we have a hitting coach? Yeah. I don't get that. Alabama, I think as I look through the memories, had 27 hits this weekend on the road against the top 10 team. That's enough to win the series. That yeah. might be enough to sweep, but they mm-hmm. just, they were let down in other areas this weekend. So I don't know why hitting was the main criticism and I don't know why we need to fire everybody. I don't know why people are saying, well, if Murphy won't hire a hitting coach, he needs to go. What are you talking about? Right. Greg Byrne is what? not thinking of making a change anytime soon. Let's call him now and ask him. I right. bet he say the same thing. And I, and I ask again, what is it you think Patrick Murphy does? Yeah. Like he is, he is a hitting coach that, you know, every game I will read the coaching staffs for both teams. I go a little bit more depth into Alabama because I'm talking to Alabama fans, but I will read the opponents complete coaching staff. How many times have I said, and hitting coach blank. I have never said, I've said a lot of pitching coaches. I have never said, Opponent hitting coach is John Jacobs or whoever. That's that's I've never said that because t- team. It's not like every team has a hitting coach. We're not. It's not like football where somehow we're playing without an offensive coordinator. We have a hitting coach. His name is Patrick Murphy. Her name is Allison Habits. That they do the hitting coaching. That we have one. They're just not a title that says hitting coach. I don't. That it's it's a tired, lazy, and wrong argument. And it, it, again, goes back to what I've said, where people have their pet arguments and pet criticisms, and they're going to say them after every loss, regardless of what actually happened in the game. The biggest and, issues in the two losses were pitching and defense. Defense, which is not usually the issue, because Alabama has a good defense and has a great pitching staff. But they're not perfect. They're going to have bad games because they're human. Everyone has bad games. Sometimes Alabama has a bad game and you're able to, it's either against a team that you're so much better than you're able to overcome it, or you can overcome it within the game and have a major comeback or whatever it is. And, and you can still win the game. You're not going to play perfect. Uh, Sometimes you can play really well and lose. That's happened before. Look at the first Oklahoma game at the world series in 2019. Alabama played a great game. Oklahoma, Oklahoma won the game. So even if you play great, sometimes you lose. Depends on what the opponent does. Mm. It's just, it's, there's just, there's zero perspective on some of these people. 
I know you've got another one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off mine. One, I I was reading a bunch of Alabama will not win the SEC in softball. Alabama is gonna maybe finish below 500 in the SEC. They're six and three right now. Yeah, somebody there was- called somebody called winning the SEC championship a pipe dream. And I just, it's so early. I would like to again point out the year Alabama won the SEC by four games. They were six and three after three conference weekends. Now, to be fair, there was no Florida and Arkansas ahead of them with True. nine and zero and eight and one records then. But Alabama was six and three and ended the conference series 18 and six. So right. they finished way better than they started in SEC play. Let's just not get caught up in three weekends out of eight and think it's over. And then I saw there was one comment that said, quote, Alabama sucks. They'll get at, at best fourth in the SEC. i tell you one thing. If you're fourth in the SEC, you don't suck. You're hosting regionals at least. I can tell you right. that. Yeah. If yeah, depending on the year, you still might be hosting super regionals. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't, people, people are dumb. Um, I've got one more before yeah, you go, please. Tom. Okay, please. Somebody commented, Murphy isn't the sharpest tool in the shed and then cited his explanation as uh, because Coach Murphy passed on his daughter recruiting her. Yeah, um, yeah. I just want to just give advice to this person as a child of parents. Um, if my parents posted that anywhere publicly, I might, yeah. I might give a firm call and not talk to them for a couple of weeks or a month. I, I would, the anger I would feel and the embarrassment would be a different level. You might think, sir, that you are protecting your daughter, but what you're really doing is looking petty and embarrassing her. So I highly suggest deleting that comment and not making another one like it ever again. Tom, you have daughters. What would yeah. they do if you posted something like that? Oh my God! They don't want to talk to me in a normal. Uh, normally, I wouldn't imagine what they want, what it would do in that situation. You're absolutely right. That's that's no reason to put personal issues like that out there, especially if it's regarding your own daughter, which I would assume is probably trying to play softball somewhere else. And you, you know, I mean, that's just it looks bad on everybody. Uh, so yeah, d- not only delete that comment, possibly delete your account. Mm. All right, you've got one more, Tom. I know you do. What do you have? Yeah. Uh, so apparently, someone made a fake Stephanie Van Brakel pro throw a Twitter account uh, and actually was DMing the Alabama pitching pitchers from that account. And seriously, whoever did that, uh, you're a piece of crap. You're an absolute garbage person. Um, Hopefully uh, you have been reported and, um, and seriously delete that account. That's just beyond the pale of ridiculousness. That's just you know, not being funny. That's terrible and garbage. Mm. Nothing to add right on the money. You're not an Alabama fan. I do not at all uh, recognize you as anything but a garbage person. Mm. Do we have anything else? I, I, I just, I would just like to say, first off, what, a, what an exhausting exhausting weekend for so many reasons and like i i go through these comments and i look for the ridiculous and the stupid like let's fire patrick murphy stuff like that but also what was really frustrating is monday there was a chance for fans to actually 
talk about what didn't work. And some were doing that. Some were talking about and debating, all right, the pitching changes, yada, yada. Should there have been the sub at third base, yada, yada. We talked a little bit about that tonight. Yeah. And a lot of people were not having those conversations. They were blaming other things and they were just making rash statements. And that to me is almost more disappointing and maddening than anything else. There was a chance for people to show that they care about the team, that they pay attention, that they know the sport and they can talk through various things. And they just chose not to, they chose to go back to, well, dang it, get us a hitting coach and all problems will be fixed. Guess what? Hitting coach doesn't give up two home runs in the seventh. No. And, and, and it kind of goes back to, again, the uh, like what happened with the, with the basketball team, they had a historically bad night shooting free throws against UCLA and every comment I saw was practice free throw shooting. You don't think they're practicing freaking free throw shooting every time that they go out there and practice? They just they had they had picked a horrible time to have a terrible night at the free throw line. It again, sports, humans, it happens. The learn to hit. They're they're hitting. They, they just, know how to hit. They, they knew know how, how to hit. hit. That's why they were recruited. Right. You also you know what else? The other team, they know how to pitch. So I mean that's it's your your it's a sport where if somebody is successful three and a half times out of ten they're an all American. It's there's it's just it's a game of failure. It it was a tough night. It was a tough series at the plate. You can say even with the hits they they left a lot of runners on base. They that you know they didn't get the timely hit. That's one of the three things Patrick Murphy says every game. Got to get the timely hit. Alabama you know had the five doubles and only one of them scored or whatever it was. So there, there was some lack of timely hits, not necessarily a lack of, of hits overall. But you're right. You could have had the we could have had a great conversation about the strategy in the eighth inning of once the runner got to third, intentionally walking the two and then bringing everybody in. You know, it was a 50 50 choice. Uh, I agreed with what Coach Murphy did. I was a it, little more iffy on it because right. I just didn't want to see Kayla Kowalik back. In right. The play. It didn't work out. But see, you could have that conversation. But. Instead of having that conversation, it's always Murph's an idiot for doing this. Like, no, he played the percentages, and sometimes it doesn't work out. Or he played what his gut feeling what it was, and sometimes it works out. More times than not, it does work. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. It's why he's a national champion. That's why he's a five-time SEC coach of the year. I just don't understand why fans, and I know everybody has it, but it seems like Alabama fans kind of have a more vocal minority of people that are like this that as soon as some one bad things happen, it's just sky is falling. It's over. Mm. Look, Lord forbid the football team's down at halftime against Ole Miss. It's not, it's, you know, let's not give Nick Saban the benefit of the doubt that maybe he's going to be able to make halftime adjustments on our way to his eighth national championship. It was just really <sighs> exhausting. It, I mean, yeah. it makes me – it's, it's embarrassing. So tired. It, it's embarrassing. It is. It needs to stop. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's all you have to say. I mean, that's I that's mean, off the wall. There's no need to to point out four errors too much. Yeah, we know. We were all watching the game. They didn't want to commit four errors. But that's what happened. No need to say they don't have heart. Um, that's the opposite of that. Come, I think come, is what we saw. Let's uh, yeah, come talk to me privately about what I saw in that huddle after Game Three and tell me they don't have heart because yeah. it, it almost made me start crying watching yeah. them talking after the game. Um, <laughs> I, 
I, I thought we were back in Oklahoma City when I tossed it to you in the post game. It, it took it took a lot to, to pull together. Um, well done. Well thank done. Thank you. Yes, it's the little things. Uh, <laughs> so there we go, Tom. Um, you know, we posted a couple things in the real episode. Again, I think it was just really important to make sure everything was said because I frankly did not want to cut anything. So um, there we go. The full off the wall. And again, as I hold my hand over my heart and then bring them together in a prayer sign, please, please, please. I hope we never have to live through some of the things that we saw on social media again. Yeah. And and again, whoever, uh, to whoever was impersonating Steph on Twitter, uh, in the immortal words from the girl from the uh, Dr. Phil show, uh, catch me outside. How about that? Tom, you're saying it wrong. It's cash me outside. How about that? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You got, you got to, yeah. You got to put the little cash on there. <laughs> so, sorry. I was, I enunciated too well, but I think you know what I'm saying. Oh man. <laughs> we will meet you out front. <laughs> right. Sir or madam. Words will be had. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. That is the first ever off the wall spinoff of out of the box. If we ever have to do this again, this is what we're going to see. And off please, the wall so long, it is its own episode. Please don't make us do this again. Please. Yeah, I want to go eat dinner. Please. So Yeah. <laughs> All right. For Tom Canterbury, I'm Gray Robertson. We'll see you next time on the Out of the Box podcast. Don't be off the wall, folks. Please. No, don't be stop. off the wall. Just stop.